<laughs> tired, laughing, fun tank. <laughs> Ow. Jesus Christ, this is going to be a dumpster fire. I mean, such is life with me. <laughs> this is what happens when we can't do shit on Friday. I know. So here it is, fucking 11 o'clock at night. On a Saturday, again. And you're retarded tired. I, I mean, I'm not super t- retarded. I'm just, um, Debatable. You know. <gasps> no, it's just, it's a little bit on the sketchy side. I mean... That makes things more fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Am I not fun when I'm like this? I mean, that depends. I mean, you're just going to fuck me later anyway. That depends. Okay, well, then I'm going to fuck you later anyway. Mm, <laughs> debatable. Well, you keep wearing them fucking glasses, and I'm going to fuck you right now while we're recording. We can do that. We can't do that. Why? Because we have shit to talk about. We have important, ethical, non-monogamy kink and bdsm stuff to talk about the people want to hear educational stuff they don't want to hear us fucking i mean some might (laughs) okay well i mean we want to hear people orgasming so yes please send those clips in people yes we want want to to feature our favorite orgasms yes i think that'd be a lot of fun and i really hope that we get some soon yeah because like who doesn't love like a good audible orgasm I don't think there's anybody that doesn't. I know. And like, it's just turning me on. Just like thinking about it. Like, Ooh, I know. Yeah. Shit's super that's hot. Right. That's super hot. <laughs> super fucking hot. Yes. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up buttercups. Cause we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What's happening, everybody? Happy fucking Saturday night. Although, when you listen to this, it's going to be Monday morning. Sorry about that. Anyway, it is episode number 25. Yes, you got it this time. I know. You weren't doing little numbers. No sign language or nothing. I figured it out all on my own. I'm so glad. You probably just read my phone. (laughs) No, I didn't actually. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was locked. Oh. Because you must be doing some sketchy shit. You got your phone locked. You know my password. Shh. You gave, you gave that it. is besides the point. I'm pretty sure you gave me the password to use. Oh, my God. I mean, you have to be my daddy, so you have to do those things. I know. Otherwise, I just get derailed. Derailed. Not railed. Derailed. Yeah, I want to be railed. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want a million dollars. Here we are. Ugh. So All we right. got... Uh, some some fun shit to talk about this week we do uh we're a day behind almost like usual so um shout out to dj's hotspot can't forget him uh he sent us some more cool stuff that you are going to be modeling modeling and uh, another photo shoot yeah we got another photo shoot i still have to put the last one up on the only fans okay just haven't gotten around to that yet but I will, I promise, Yay! for the tens of people that are on there. Hey, everybody will enjoy it. I know. They're, they were super hot. And there's some teasers that I do post in the groups. So yes. I you, mean, you will get to kind of see some of the ones that are, you know, appropriate for Facebook. Facebook appropriate because we are all children and need Mark Zuckerberg to tell us what we are allowed to view. Yeah. Yay. So much fun. 
<sighs> so swinging this week, mm-hmm. um, what do you have for us to discuss? All right. So what I found for swing this week is how one should go about filtering couples with quote unquote pretend other halves. And this was kind of based off of a post that I had found in one of the social media groups we were in that talked about um, a couple that was messaging what they thought was another couple about getting together. Um, They were sending pics back and forth. And then a day or two later, the gentleman they were speaking to, which was the main person, I guess, because that happens a lot, especially we see that in the SLS where they'll have like a shared account and it's usually the man who's doing all the conversation. Yes, usually. So they, he then changed the script on them to just him meeting versus him and his wife. Which we've had that happen. We have. And then uh, I guess it kind of threw a red flag for them because they didn't really know what was going on as far as should they you know, continue to try and yes, see this person or try to keep pushing for the other half to come with as well. Hmm. Okay. So this might be a short segment because to me, this is pretty cut and dry. Okay. If you cannot speak to both partners in a full swap situation, it is a no go. Like right off the bat, like the second somebody comes at us and says, Oh, well, my wife's not a big texter, you know, she doesn't talk to the other people until we meet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good for you, but you can fuck off. So now what if the guy wants to meet the couple first before bringing his wife? Nope. Kind of like the same scenario. He can go fuck himself. I mean, I don't disagree with you. If you are so, like that paranoid about your wife meeting people, you do not belong in this lifestyle. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, the other thing too um, is if you're sharing content back and forth with the other person, like you want to also have some kind of, uh, I can never think of the word, but when you're communicating with this couple, you want to have both parties also communicating back. So you don't want to just keep hearing from what you think is just the husband. Right. I mean, like for me as the man in our relationship, if this is supposed to be a full swap situation, why the fuck would I want to let some dude fuck you if I can't even speak to his wife? Yeah, you would kind of think that if you have that com- communication going on, that it needs to go on the other end too, because that's not really fair. And what are you doing? Basically setting me up for the date? <laughs> right. Like it, it, It's like hot wifing, basically. Yeah, and that's like these guys are fucking pathetic in my eyes. Okay. 99% of the time, they are single men. Very, very likely. So instead of having the balls to say, hey, I'm a single guy. Mm -hmm. I think your wife's attractive. I'd like to join in sometime if that's cool with you. Where we can just say either, okay, well, let's let's get to know each other. Mm -hmm. Or no, we're, we're not interested. Right. Instead, they play these fucking games where... Oh, my wife, you know, she's not big on social media or she doesn't text or this or that. You know, you have to meet us out somewhere because we had one like that that we're like, okay, well, when can we meet up? And then it was the, well, she's not available. Mm, Yeah. You know, so it'll just be me. Yeah. It's like when you shut down very fast. 
Yeah, I'm like, so your wife can't go, but you're going to go to right. meet us for what? To run back to your wife and be like, yeah, I met them. They're cool. Like, you can fuck them now. Like, Yeah, because like we would need to meet her to see if we're even compatible with her because maybe we're only compatible with one of that person out of the couple. Right, because we didn't even, like, I don't even think we saw her. Like, he wouldn't no. even send a picture of her. no. And to me, like, that's a big no-no. Like, if I don't even know what she looks like, there's no chance in hell I'm even going to consider sleeping with her. No, definitely not. Like, that's... Because you, you got nothing to go off of, and you just kind of left yeah, in like the dark Yeah, like, some guy's like, word that his wife's hot. Right, right. Like, and you, their version of hot may not be the same version as your hot. And most likely it is not. <laughs> most likely it isn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm picky with my women. I mean... It, but the, it kind of comes down to you know everybody has what works for them and what they're turned on by and whatnot so yeah right and i, I think anybody who runs into this situation mm-hmm. if you cannot speak to the other half whether it's male or female mm-hmm. just block them yeah and you know i feel kind of bad for this person because it seems like they kind of they put in a lot of effort on their end and the other person just kind of sucked it all in and didn't really give anything back well that's why like when you have these situations like the from the very beginning if there was no contact from the wife you Mm -hmm. stop trying yeah so that would basically be the takeaway note on that is 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 if both parties are not talking and you know it's or they're putting themselves out as being a couple then it is safe to say you're most likely dealing with a single male or and i hate to say it dealing with somebody who is doing this behind the person's back yeah or they're like the picture collectors and stuff like that that will never meet even if they are a single guy they just want shit for their spank bank that's also another possibility and that's a lot too like that we see that all the time yeah those guys can go fuck themselves too i i mean i get that a lot of my dms i know that they're you know and i'm sure all the ladies are getting that and they're just kind of don't fall for it yep. <laughs> i mean if you if you want to send like one titty pick go for it but be be uh i say pre- don't send shit unless you actually are interested in the person well yeah obviously if you're that's kind of the, the rule that i go with is if I don't have anything to go off of that makes me want to send anything, I'm not going to. And if it, I do kind of like them, I'll send them something teasing. So like, it won't be full on, here's my titties. It'll be like a teasing pick of them. So like my hand over them or like I'm squishing them and they're just right. kind of peeking over. Well, yeah, I mean, because you never really know, especially online, what somebody is, what their intentions are. Right, you don't know their motive. So it's easier just to play it safe. And, uh, you know, if you don't live anywhere near somebody that's messaging you, mm-hmm. that's kind of like a red flag to me. Like if somebody messages me. Like out of the blue. Inquiring about us mm-hmm. and they're fucking eight states away. I'm like, like I'll say <laughs> hi. And then right. I'll be like, what can I do for you? Because- <laughs> what can I do for you? Like, cause if you don't look at our, our information, you would obviously then find out that we don't live anywhere near each other. So what is your yeah. goal here? 
It's like, we're not, we're not going to fly out if we've never met, haven't had right. any like long-term conversations. Or I love the ones that are like, oh, well, we travel a lot. Right. Well, that's cool, but. <laughs> we don't. We don't. And, <laughs> you know, we have a young child, so we can't just like ditch our child. No. To go meet up with somebody because they they decide to fly in for the weekend or something. Yeah. Like that's, that's one thing that is kind of difficult. Um, and I think a lot of people will kind of do that they'll jump in and not even realize like hey maybe i should get to know this person to be like what can they do what can't they do are they even interested yeah unfortunately a lot of people think with their little heads yeah and they don't think about things logically definitely not and that kind of gets under my skin when guys dm me you know asking about like our situation and stuff like that and it's like first of all (laughs) <laughs> you're messaging me because you saw one hot picture of tink on right. facebook and the thing that's weird though is like if they're messaging you asking what you know we're we're into or, or what our dynamic is like you already are like yeah they just want to fuck her well yeah i mean obviously i hope like, they don't want to fuck me well no i <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean because you'd be like i'm like i appreciate that bro but no <laughs> yeah it's it's not my scene but uh we're in all the groups Mm -hmm. and we post a lot so if they haven't taken the time or are not willing to take the time to kind of learn about us that way right instead of just jumping in our dms i really have no interest i totally get that whether it's a couple or a single guy or whatever Mm -hmm. because it takes more than just a message to be like oh yeah we're totally down yeah like get the fuck out of here (laughs) that's that's going to be my my motto of 2023 what's that get the fuck out of here all right i can get behind it because i'm you know like we're going on year eight to nine now Mm -hmm. and we've seen a lot of things we've heard a lot of things experienced a lot of things so this year is the year of get the fuck out of here (laughs) you're gonna have to make a uh a little jingle for it i am because I'm going to be saying it a lot. I feel like you already have been saying it a lot. I I can't help it. Like, I'm over a lot of the bullshit. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been a lot, and it's only halfway through the the first month of the new year. Correct. (laughs) That's pretty sad. You know, and, like, when we first started swinging, it was a lot of fun. Like, there was, like, there didn't seem to be much drama. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of politics involved at least for us no there wasn't and it it didn't really feel like you were you know dealing with like the high school cliques or anything it just felt very open and welcome and there wasn't any like competition for you know being most popular or just you know having the most parties or the most get-togethers like there wasn't anything like that everyone was just like hey like welcome to the family right and it even extends into uh, like the social media and mm-hmm. and like the podcasts. Yeah. You know, like we wanted to start this podcast five years ago. We just, we just didn't have the opportunity to do so. No. Uh, but like the other podcasts don't really embrace each other. And they should. Because like we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying right. to educate people right. on swinging or kink and BDSM and open relationships and all this stuff. But yet, it's like a fucking competition right? to see who's the most popular. Right, exactly. It's like you're back in high school. And like that's not the point 
of this. This is all about fun. It's about educating. And we all know there's way more, I'm going to say it, fresh meat in this Mm -hmm. than there ever was back when we first started. And they need to be knowledgeable about things so they don't get themselves in situations they don't know how to get themselves out of. My opinion, uh, when it comes to like podcasts and like some of these big swinger groups, Mm -hmm. it really has nothing to do with education. They don't just like help each other and embrace other people in the same genre because they're in it for money. It's a business to them. They could give a shit less about the people that are getting involved in it unless they're giving them money. And unfortunately, people fall for that and then they're just going to keep doing it. Right. It's all about the money, all about the money. Right. You know, instead of actually educating people in a a fun way. Right. And encouraging other podcasts or other groups to, you know, get together and not be like, oh, well, you know, you can't be here because we're going to be there or, well, no, you can't do this or say anything about this because, you know, we have our own. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. You can't advertise your podcast because, you know, you're not up high enough on our social ranking to be able to do that. Right. Like why? Like, no, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Again, (laughs) get the fuck out of here. Like it really, here's the thing. Like you had said, we're all here to put out the information, the education for all these different topics when it comes to the non-monogamy life way of living and we all have different opinions all different thoughts all different experiences and the people who listen can choose which one right, they want to listen to we all have they could listen to all of them if they wanted right i mean we have very different personalities than a lot of the other podcast hosts yeah um and like i have no problem telling people to go listen to like the front porch swingers i think that's a great podcast mm-hmm yeah, you were just talking about them earlier today. I have no problem saying, hey, go check out Perverted Podcast. Right. That's my favorite fucking podcast. It is your favorite. But like, it's like pulling teeth to get other people in our our industry to help spread the word. Because mm-hmm. not everybody wants to listen to a monotone, boring podcast. No. And I not mean- everybody wants to listen to us that you know we're very unfiltered and we're blunt yeah i mean we probably offend a lot of people Eh, and i'm i'm happy about that does it give you a chub it kind of does you know but like everyone likes different things right exactly and there's enough enm and kink podcasts Mm -hmm. to find what you like to listen to Mm -hmm. so how does it hurt to share it doesn't. It's just yeah. called, it's literally just, well, I mean, in a way it's, well, I guess it's not really like compersion, but in a way, in an essence, it kind of is. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're supposed to support each other and be there and be happy for everybody to be all on the same journey. Right. I mean, like I'm super happy for like the front porch swingers. Like mm-hmm. they've really done a great job over the years of building their audience and, you know, building their show and, you know, like perverted podcasts, they started out like us. They had like no listeners. Hmm. And now look at them. <laughs> and five years, six years later, they're 
I mean, they were never towards the top of the charts. But they were still ranked really well. And I liked their show. But they are super unfiltered like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Count Boogie, the the main host of that show, is a fucking nut job. And I love it. And it sets them apart from everything else because it makes them different from your monotone, everybody else. Exactly. I can't. Like, I personally <laughs> can't. can't get into can't. <laughs> the boring podcast. No. Like, if it's just, you know, like the facts, like educational, it's like listening to... Someone uh, reading your textbook. Yeah, like the BBC network. <laughs> God. <you know? laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. And yeah. today, we're going to learn about non-monogamy. That's where a couple, or perhaps a single goes and has relations with more than one person. Oh, that's naughty. <laughs> Am I putting you to sleep? I think so. Oh, okay, my bad. You gotta wake me up. Yes, I will wake you up with my cock in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there's just, there's plenty of podcasts out there to find one who that, your favorite is. Right. I mean, you can listen to all 20,000 of them if you really want, but eventually you're going to come down to like a handful of the ones you really like. Yeah, a handful that you're like, I can't miss an episode of this one. Right. And you like, you look forward to those episodes. Like those are the ones that they've hit home for you. Yeah. And that's in any genre. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like uh, we as swingers and kink educators should do better with helping promote other shows yeah because especially if it's very different from your show right like i can see like perverted podcasts not wanting to promote our show because it's very very similar similar. right yeah but like us and like the front porch swingers or um like swing nations podcast or something like that Mm -hmm. like we're very different completely very different (laughs) so i don't see why we can't help each other i agree to reach more people Mm mm-hmm Yep. And then in the long run, the people who benefit are the people in the lifestyle. Exactly. Because we all want better educated people Mm -hmm. that we can all interact with because the better educated they are, the better decisions they make, Mm -hmm. the better parties we have, and the better interactions everyone has together. Correct. It all comes together. (laughs) my friends, is compersion, where we can all be happy for one another. (laughs) Yes. Now wake the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think that'll cover our swing. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, (laughs) Went down a rabbit hole, but it's all good. Yeah. So we have a poly segment. Okay. For this week. What did you find for that? Well, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, man. We got a message. Ooh that uh a a listener would like us to discuss oh i love ones from the from our listeners so this is an anonymous okay question all right so um this person is looking for the possibility of or no nos of introducing a vanilla into the world of enm or maybe the other person already is question mark so okay. they don't know yet okay so this says met someone in a local 
neighborhood Facebook group. Someone new to the area was looking for new friends to hang out with. I invited her to be a gym buddy with me, but she declined. A guy commented that he would be interested. Messaging each other for about a week, almost every day, very respectful conversations that are slowly turning flirty. We frequent the same gym. He's been a member for over a year, I checked with the staff, and are planning to meet for a workout together. Relationship status has never been brought up from either of us, although it can be the start of just a friendship. Some chat is turning into subtle, lighthearted, sexy wording on both sides. At what point should I mention poly or open marriage? Wait to see if there's truly more than friendship being sought? Wait until a conversation about relationship status happens? Right off the bat and don't wait? Risking embarrassment if I'm reading too far into it? Get to know each other more to see if it's someone I can see myself building a relationship with? As a swinger, I'd probably fuck him at first meet. He's respectful in all conversations and even G-rated picks. OMG, not one risky pick at all other than the typical shirtless guy pick. Smiley face. As for Polly, that can grow over time, but so far, yes. So how soon or when should I tell him I'm married? My husband knows all about this, by the way. Well, that's a really, really good one. And I love this question because it kind of resonates with us in a way because you are a gym fanatic i am you go to the gym all the time Mm -hmm. you get hit on all the time sometimes even without knowing (laughs) yeah so i mean this potentially could be a possibility for us like you meet someone at a gym and you end up liking this person Mm -hmm. so when do you tell somebody that you are polyamorous Okay, so or that you have an open marriage if it's just someone you want to fuck. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. Okay. So when it comes to me, I tend to like to get the to know the person a little bit more before just like completely throwing out all the details right in front of them like word vomit. I can't I can't do that. Um, And I don't know if it's just because like I feel like if I don't get to know them first and give myself that opportunity to be like, okay. Yes, I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm going to give them all that information. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, So I would, for me, if I, you know, got, went to the gym, found somebody or they found me and we were, you know, starting to message each other, I'd want to hang out for a little bit, maybe, you know, a few times work out together and then have like one time just grab coffee. And then if we're still talking, we, I still kind of have that 
connection. He's still flirting with me. Then is when I would be like, okay, so I really, really like you, but I need you to know some things about me that I am not sure how you'll handle it, but I will feel more comfortable knowing that I put everything out there and you make that decision on what you're comfortable with. Um, and that's when okay. I would tell him, you know, okay, I am married. Um, me and my husband are polyamorous. We're also swingers. So he's fully okay knowing that I'm talking to another man. Um, and then, you know, I'd even say, you know, if you wanted to go grab coffee or dinner together one night, we, we could do that. That way, you know, it wasn't like you were, or, you know, kind of like how women are like, are you sure this is a good thing? I guess yeah. some guys might feel like that, but probably not. But yeah, probably not. I mean, if it make him feel better, at least, you know, I was being upfront about everything. Yeah. I think most guys are one way or the other. Either they'll be pissed that you led them on. Right. Knowing that you're married or they just won't give a fuck, even if you would have told them or not. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, that's a possibility. So, I mean, regardless, I might end up making that guy really mad at me. But that I, I don't think I could do it right off the bat um, just because I'd want to feel it out first before dumping all of that on them. Because a lot of people that we do meet are not in the in that. Well, yeah, I mean, most people you meet are not going to be no matter where you're at. Right. Like unless you're like in San Francisco or Portland <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it's you know. very common. Um, for me, I'm the opposite. You I'm a, like as soon as I meet someone and. I feel there's something going on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, by the way, I'm married. I'm polyamorous. Yes, I can date you. No, I can't marry you. But I can fuck you if that's all you want. Like, <laughs> All right, that's very direct and to the point. So there you have it, ladies. He will just tell you. And if you get to that point where he just point blank tells you, you are A-OK -okay to go. Yeah, I mean, because for me, I feel like most women, if I were to pretend that I was single, Mm-hmm. I have a, not a bad habit, but a track record of making women fall deeply for me. You really do? Pretty quickly. Yeah. So I feel like that would piss them off and hurt them more mm. if I did that and then said, oh, by the way, I'm married, but it's okay because I'm polyamorous. Right. Then they'd be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. But I mean, they'd we be like... You know, like that's how it would go. Yeah, that's probably exactly how that would go. And I'm pretty sure that we don't want to go down that road because uh, we, I think we've been close with one of them. But again, it was one of those things like you put it right out there in the beginning. So, I mean, it is what it is. Right. So, like, I feel for me, it's easier with women to just come right out and say it and give mm -hmm. them the opportunity to be like, hmm. Like, yes, I want to do this. I can try this. Yeah. And that's usually ends up what happens is that they're like, they think about it for a day and then they're like, I think I can do this. I want to try this and see how this goes. If they continue the conversation after that point, yeah, it's like a 99% success rate that I will have some form of relationship with them. Gotcha. If they just stop talking to me. You know, it's done. Then I know it's done. They just wanted you for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't blame them, but <laughs> sorry, ladies. That's that's how i would go about it now mm -hmm. in this anonymous woman's case um i feel like she should probably at least find out what his intentions are 
whether it's just a friendship or if he's wanting more yeah before she makes the call on telling him that she's polyamorous yeah or has an open marriage that would be a good idea that way it saves her from looking stupid Mm -hmm. and putting out the information that she may not want out right then it, it could save her from letting you know her local area know that she's polyamorous and has right. an open marriage mm-hmm. so you know I, I would say give it a couple workouts or something mm-hmm. and see how how flirty he gets because some people are just flirty in general right and they don't mean anything by it where others you know are definitely flirting to fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh I, I would see what his intention is and uh go from there because it could be really good or it could just be a dud and he may get mad at you and not want to hang out with you or he could just be like an acquaintance right like a gym buddy yeah like if you see him at the gym he might you know just say hi or he might work out with you one time but yeah. he might do his own thing yeah i mean that's that, that's cool too mm-hmm. but it's definitely good to put it out there you know like if you find out he likes you and blah blah, blah don't people should not hide the fact that they're polyamorous that's for sure no definitely don't hide it um i mean kind of choose which way you want to go about it as far as how soon you'd like to do it yeah i mean just find where he's at first kind of yeah because it can be tempting to hide the fact that you're polyamorous oh yeah like i know like for myself when i'm struggling to find a girlfriend like i i almost want to go and make a profile that just makes it seem like I'm a single guy mm-hmm. and then just live the lie that I'm a single guy and make up excuses why they can't come to my house, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but then I'd feel shitty. Yeah, you would. And that's not very ethical. No, it's not ethical, but a lot of people do it. I know. Even if they are polyamorous or have an open marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just easier than dealing with people that aren't open-minded. Right. Right. Because, and as crazy as this seems like we've talked about this before especially women Mm -hmm. they would rather fuck somebody's husband oh yeah with the wife not knowing it yeah then they would wife knowing yeah then having the wife's permission yeah which i don't understand you women when it comes to that i'm pretty sure it's the whole allure of being that dirty little secret and feeling like they are fucking you better than your wife is and that you come to them instead of, you know, the wife. And it's something mental in the head. I know. And but that's like, what gets them off. But if they're just trying to be a dirty little whore, like, I can definitely treat them that way. I mean, I'm very good at that. But I think it also is, like, they, they feel like they're in control in that situation. Where if you were just going to treat them like a dirty little whore, that doesn't really make them feel like they're the ones creating the scenario and having control over it all. Look, so like they could potentially use like blackmail against me because they think I'm married and my wife doesn't know. Potentially. In some cases, I think that that some women would be like that. Yes. That almost makes me want to do that. (laughs) Just so that like. Like have a study. (laughs) Well, like, no, just so that they could get mad at me and come to you and be like, did you know that I've been fucking your husband? (laughs) And you could be like. Be like, yeah, I've been supplying the condoms. Yeah. Like. (laughs) And then just wash your face. Oh my God. Cause especially down here, like that would blow their mind. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be epic. So, cause they'd be like, look, I'm, I'm a home wrecker. And be like, no, you're not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, honey. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just some women are dumb. I don't understand why. God bless your heart. They can't just be like, "Oh, your wife says it's okay that you rail me." Okay, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> like you literally have the the blessing. Like, just go for it. Just take it and run. Yeah, but they're like, no. I'm going to go see this guy that cheated is married. on me like four times. Yeah. Well, no, that he's going to cheat on his wife. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Because she has no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I really do feel like it, there's just an allure about it. And that's why if they find out that you're poly, they're just like, eh, no, I'm good. Okay. So <laughs> I would love if any of our listeners has been in this situation where they were yeah. the dirty little whore that slept with the married men yeah. that the wives did not know. Yeah. I would love to hear the thought process on that mm-hmm. compared to fucking a guy that you know his wife is okay with it. Yep, that would be very good to Cause, hear. Because I just want to get like the like science the, behind this. Right, like we want to have like an actual, you know, encounter with it. And, I need like, to find a psychologist that deals with this and have them on the show yes because like i need to know yeah like where this happens to me all the time it does as soon as you say that the wife knows they're out yeah every single time you could literally bet money on it and if they don't leave right away it won't take long before this conversation slowly dwindles off exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah so that's our advice miss anonymous poster mm. um have a couple more uh, workouts with them or you know get togethers coffee whatever mm-hmm. and just find out what his intentions are mm-hmm. and if they are romantic then i would pop the poly on him if he's like well i'm just i'm dtf then be like i have an open marriage <laughs> you know yeah like you don't have to throw it all out there if he's only interested in one thing you know yeah and i would go from there and see what happens and we wish you the best of luck good and luck. happy orgasming hopefully they're really good ones <laughs> hopefully because you wanted to make sure it's worth it that's right all right so uh kink and bdsm miss tink all right we have a topic it's another fetish Ooh, I like fetishes. I know you do, and you like this one a lot. Do I? It is. It's the breeding fetish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that is where someone has a very strong attraction to the idea of getting pregnant or getting someone else pregnant. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's totally you. And I don't even know why I I am that way, because I spent like 13 years with my ex-wife, praying to god she would not get pregnant (laughs) (laughs) that is really that is really interesting oh my god i know you have a breeding kink but yet in the act of literally breeding you're like don't don't do it don't do it don't mm, don't i just knew with her i didn't want kids (laughs) like that's it it go ahead and knock me up right away oh yeah well, it wasn't right away. We were dating for two years before you got knocked up. It meant like the time frame from when we started to like oh. actually try. Oh, you mean the week that it took it to was get two. you pregnant? It was, no, it was one. It was. She was conceived. <laughs> the first whole week that I stopped taking yes. the pill. All right. Yes. All right. So yeah, technically. Yeah. And then you 
basically I knew about it like three weeks later because i was only like four weeks right but you had the implantation cramping the second week right which is why i keep thinking it was this it took two at weeks at the concert right yeah and you were like i don't know why my side hurts i did it was weird <laughs> i really thought it was those wine coolers man yeah <laughs> they're really sugary so i thought it upset my stomach mm-hmm. nope. Some, something upset your stomach yeah something was, was brewing in there <laughs> okay so how about you like how do you feel about the the breeding fetish so I think I, I very much enjoy it. Um, now, like, granted, like, we're now in the situation where, like, you can't get me pregnant. Um, and, of course, you know, I'm still on birth control. So as long as I take it, which I am so good on because I'm neurotic, we're not getting pregnant, even if something were to happen with your vasectomy. <laughs> right. But I do ha- have, like, an enjoyment with it if I know, like, that's, like, what our scene is so like you know just us fucking and you coming at me isn't really making my brain be like oh breeding kink i mean sometimes sometimes my brain will be like oh there's a possibility that could have happened if x y and z lined up but like if we were in a scene where you were like you know telling me like i can't wait to fill my my load fill you with my load because i want to have you pregnant or i want you know you to carry my baby or something i'd be like fuck yes (laughs) okay so for you it's more of like the role play action of it yes yeah because like i have to have like something like like knowing that that's what's going on not just like yeah you came in me because i know like my birth control works so like i know okay you came in me but nothing's gonna happen so what about like before we got together like did you ever have that like fantasy or fetish no like when you were with other guys no it was complete don't get pregnant don't get pregnant like scared to death maybe that's probably why i'm so neurotic about taking my pill well i mean like you were young when we first got together yeah but like i just didn't know because like for me as a young man Mm -hmm. like outside of my ex-wife like i feel like i had that that kink in me hmm. interesting because like with my very first submissive mm-hmm. uh like that was definitely a thing gotcha like okay. i didn't so like she was into that too i mean or you felt it, it, it was never di- yeah it was never discussed okay but i mean like we would definitely have those like role plays or whatever it, like in a scene mm-hmm where I was like being super degrading and stuff. Cause as you know, she was like a super pain slut and mm-hmm. liked all things degrading. And, you know, so I would just tell her that she was a stupid whore and, you know, I was going to make her carry my baby and she was going to be, you know, a fat slut and all this stuff. All right. <clears throat> and like, she loved that shit, mm-hmm. but like just the idea of doing that with her was really hot to me. Like okay. I, I hoped she never got pregnant. Right, right. But but you enjoyed that moment. Like it turned you on more. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, even with us now, like I may not say anything, but yeah, you definitely don't. <laughs> but when when I'm gonna come inside you, like that's part of what goes through my head. Mm. You know, 
as I'm orgasming. You know, it's oh, like, okay. Gonna get this stupid bitch pregnant, you know. Hmm. <clears throat> I'll have to maybe keep that in mind the next time that we fuck. Just be like, see what it does for me if I just like think about that when you get close to coming. Mm-hmm. If if it does something for me, like without it being mentioned. Yeah, I mean, like like I would totally say stuff. I just don't think about it because we never really discussed either of us having this kink. No, not really. Um Is that question? Is that why you like to know if you're leaking out of me? <laughs> no, that's a totally different thing. Like that's part of my come fetish. Oh, okay. All right. I just wasn't sure if they were like linked together or not. So I just figured. No, I mean, but part of, uh, like, I guess my come fetish and the breeding can kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Because as people that know me know, I come a lot. Mm-hmm like porn star volume usually usually so when you do that to a woman like that's generally you know a sign of fertility and yeah that's also why i like when you keep it in as long as possible because there's you know higher chances of uh you know right quote-unquote pregnancy happening right so like if you're super full Mm -hmm. with my load then just mentally that's that's hot i get it i mean i love being full of your load so yeah and i mean that that's also a big reason why i'm not like a big fan of coming on someone because you're like i'm wasting my sperm yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like as <laughs> as dumb as it is because now i can't get anyone pregnant but it's still the thought process right of like have my kids bitch <laughs> <laughs> whether you want to or not it's happening yeah you know and and that that could be why too like when we have a a swing scenario it's kind of hard for me to get fully into it sometimes because you know like we wear condoms and right there's all this protection yeah and it's like one you can you can't feel everything to begin with right and two it's like my load is getting stuck in a condom which <laughs> that's zero fun for me zero fun i mean like i totally understand and respect not you know coming right. in another woman but right but you know on a, on a different aspect end you're kind of like i can't fully get a hold of my kink <laughs> like i like like i like to yeah and it's not even that it's a conscious thing it's just mm-hmm. like subconsciously i know i'm not gonna have as good of a time as if like me and you just fucked right Right. Because I know I can empty my load in you. <laughs> Yay, I'm your cum dumpster. You are. <laughs> and I love you for that. Aw. I you love know? being your little cum dumpster. And, like, I think that's part of what's super hot to me when we have a girlfriend. Because then there's two of you. <laughs> you can alternate. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I still have that, like, e- even though we discussed it wouldn't be a thing with mm-hmm. uh, our girlfriend. Like I wasn't going to get our girlfriend pregnant. Right. It's still hot to think about doing it. I can understand that. I mean, and that definitely helps with the arousal, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, we're having like a threesome. Right. And I have to go for ever. A, a lot longer than you normally would. Yeah. So it's like, 
it helps me to stay aroused whenever you two are doing stuff and I'm not super involved and because mm. I just think about I'm going to fill both these bitches up and you have done that before I'm not sure how you did it but you did <laughs> like, like here's mid mid shaft of coming you I'm going to stop and fill the rest of my shaft up with you with the rest of it and here you go like I don't know how you did that at one time that was crazy well that's the perk of coming a lot oh well yeah because you know like there's going to be more so yeah because it's usually like can... the first shot is like the biggest mm -hmm. and then depending how turned on I am and how hydrated I am there could be a little extra two to three more shots mm -hmm. they just won't be as big as that first one right so like that time I did that like you got the first big shot yeah and then our girlfriend got like two or three smaller shots yeah so it equaled out to about the same <laughs> pretty much i mean you, you, obviously you can't really see what you're doing so no but like when we were done you were both like leaking mm -hmm. so mission accomplished that was super hot for me like that <laughs> it was, was probably it was a hot one that was probably the hottest threesome that we've had yeah i think so <laughs> the other one where like i fucked you and our our last ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. for like 45 minutes one after another like just back and forth oh yeah that was a, that was a marathon that would have probably been the hottest if i could have done that then yeah just because it like went on forever it felt like it did and you got off like 20 times uh we both had puddles between our legs like and then like we were making out side by side because we were in doggy and you were just going back and forth between the two of us yeah yeah, so that probably would have been the hottest, but yeah. we'll have to go back to the other one just yeah. because I actually got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, it's it's a pretty big kink for me, even if I don't, like, express it when we're fucking. Okay. It's always in my head, though. All right. I'll, I'll, like I said, I'm going to keep it in mind for myself, like, mentally, like, when you're about to come, to just be like, okay he's he's wanting to get me pregnant this is kind of hot like all right yes feel me as much as you can and it'd be funny if like you actually said something like as i'm getting close because that would probably push me over the edge Ooh. okay it probably would i mean i'm not 100 percent certain but it probably would okay i'll keep that definitely in mind all right well we're gonna have to see how this goes we'll have to report back <laughs> report back for you for next week <laughs> we'll let you know how it went this this whole week and see how next friday is yeah <laughs> all right so i think that covers our breeding kink it does um we have one last segment we have our fun segment yes so why don't you go ahead and start getting set up for that all right because you're gonna have to move the camera a little bit towards like on an angle there on an angle yeah. Alrighty. Let's do that. Yeah. You go ahead and you do that because I can't move. I am stuck. Aim it that way so that you can see yourself. Yeah. No, just check and make sure that you'll be in the shot. Go by the door. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Your headphones, my dear. All right, let's get this party started. Am I in a box? 
Yeah, you're in a box. What kind of box am I in? It's Tink's Toy Box. Hey, baby, pick me. No, fuck you, buddy. Pick me, you dirty slut. All right, so another episode of Tink's Toy Box. What toy do you have to fuck yourself with tonight? All right, so tonight, the one that I have is a thrusting dildo vibrator. It apparently has 10 modes, and it also is heated, and it has a remote control. Ooh, fancy. So, yeah, it's fancy. Um, so we're going to try it out. I'm going to try it with the remote control and see if it works. And if not, then I'm going to just have to do it manually. The buttons are at the bottom of it. This one is, I believe, a 7.6 inch one. But they have it on Amazon in a 7.9 and an 8.6, supposedly. But what's the usable? Like, that's the important part. I think usable is probably like seven. Okay. Because like it'll extend up. You turn it on. Wrong side. You should have had your measuring tape for this. I should have. Oh, wait. That's the heating side. Come on. Wake up. Bear with me. Come We're on. bearing. We're bearing. <laughs> I charged it. You're killing me, Smalls. I know. I don't know why it's not working. There you go. Apparently, you weren't supposed to hold the button down. You were supposed to just hit it once. There you go. So there's its thrusting. Okay. (laughs) Hold that up for the camera real quick. Can we see it? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, yeah, when it's fully extended, it's probably seven and a half inches. Yeah. So, it's not including the base that it's on, which has little balls where the button is on the bottom, where it charges. It is a suction, so you can suction it to the wall. And then... um, it has the little vein textures to it. Mm-hmm. So it's very realistic. Um, the head is very squishy. It's kind of a small head, though. Um, it's kind of like a head that's just not really hard. Um, but then it's kind of where the thrusting part is. It's kind of hard. But it's got nice soft flesh around it. So it's as realistic, I think, as it's going to get. Okay. And I want to see how I turn this on. All right, so she's playing with the remote now, mm-hmm. trying to get it figured out. Okay, she got it stopped. That's a, that's a plus. So basically, the left top button will change all of its motions. Okay. And then we can hit the bottom button, which is the heating button. And you can make it warm. So it's like fucking a very realistic cock. Because obviously cocks are warm. So we'll see how it feels. Which is probably a good thing because of how hard the thrusting section is. Yeah. Like, like it's it probably be. metal right. in there. All right. Or a very hard plastic. Take your slutty little booty shorts. see how this bad boy does hopefully it gets a better rating but we'll see oh that's cold oh that's cold you're supposed to be warming up why is it not warming up i don't know i don't know either but it's cold it's cold as that damn pool still see yep okay. all right let me so, move your microphone in for you i think i might get it okay 
Can we hear me? Yay. Yay. Okay. So without turning it on, it feels kind of realistic. I wish that the heat was working well, but I'm not feeling any heat from it. Well, it may take a while. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The instructions, unfortunately, do not tell you how quickly it will uh, warm up. No. No. It's probably from China. It is from China. Yeah. Um, so it is a little bit on the stiff side. So how would you compare that to like, say me, because I, when I'm super turned on, I get like rock hard. Like how would you Very compare it? Very similar. Okay. Very similar. The only difference is like your dick kind of bends a little bit. Okay. Like it kind of gives basically where this doesn't really give, but it very similar as far as like being super like rock hard. Gotcha. So you get a lot of pressure. Let me turn it on. See what it does. All right. So like how far in do you have it? Like only like a quarter. I'm going to see how far I can go. So it's like halfway in me. Okay, so you're only actually using like three and a half inches of it. Maybe. Four. Maybe four. Like once it like contracts itself in the thrust, I have about four. Okay. And I, I mean, it feels okay. Let's see what other mo speeds we have. I guess the nice part about a thrusting one is like you don't have to do any of the the back and forth feeling. Right, you just have to hold it there. Pretty much. And now how realistic is the thrusting compared to like there like, it's short thrusts. So like you're not gonna get that long stroke feeling. I mean you you if you're you might be able to get a semi like long stroke with it but it's not going to feel like it does like when a guy were to like pull out and then come back in all the way um but you can kind of get so what if you timed like using your hand with it where you time it when it it shrinks and you pull it out and then it expands as you put it in sort of if I'm getting the timing right. Because I'm just thinking, like, yeah. if it would be similar to, you know, a long stroke. I think it's a, a little bit like it. I think it might take some more mastering to kind of get it. Well, yeah, because you'd have to get the timing down of yeah of the, the stroke. Because it sounds pretty fast. I just upped it one more. Like, it sounds like it's, like, a step or two below, like, if somebody was jackhammering you. Yeah. I mean, when I pull it out, ooh. It's just only going that fast. I mean, that's a pretty quick pace. Yeah. If you were actually thrusting, Oof. like, with your hips. <laughs> yeah. This one's, like, a thrust and then, a like, two pump pause and then thrust in a two pump pause okay now is it like hitting up against your cervix when it's it i don't think it's quite deep enough yet oh, okay 
because I'm still only at like four inches. Oh, okay. I think being in this position is not easy in a chair. Got you. Especially because the balls keep hitting the bottom of my chair. I'll just flip it over. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a straight dick. It's not yeah, like it's it has not a curve. It's a straight. Okay. Let's try that without accidentally turning it off. I mean, kind of. I mean, it gets close. Well, you, from this angle, it looks like you still got like three inches left. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I have left. Oh, what does that do? I don't know what I did. What does this button do? Oh, it vibrates. Oh. I forgot about that feature. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. I still can't quite tell if there's heat going on with it, though. Well, who knows? It's from China. It may not work. Right. It might say that it has heat, but it really doesn't. Because it still kind of feels like it did before. And now I'm just like, well, maybe it's only warm because of me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't feel any heat going on down there. Right. Vibration's not bad. I think I've gone through all the cycles now for the thrusting. Okay, so what happens if you try to, like, bury it in you? Like... Trying to. Puts a lot of pressure on my butthole. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's going straight down. Yeah. I mean, I could try standing up with it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, hang on one second. It's got a lot going on right now. Okay. Let me try... Do this way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Ooh, ooh. There's definitely there's different settings when it comes to the uh, vibration too. Oh, okay. So it's like so a it's normal. Like a, it's like having a vibrator but in a dildo. Got you. And then you also get thrusting. And where is the vibration mainly located at? At the same spot, it feels, as... Where the thruster where is? Where the thruster is, yeah. So in the middle. Yeah. Now, I can't really see from here, but, like, how much of it do you have in you now? Um, I have, like, maybe another inch before it's all the way in. Okay, so... You're rocking like six and a half inches in there right now. Yeah. And how comfortable is that? It's actually not terrible. Um, like I think it's quite comfortable. It's not a it's not a very wide dildo. Yeah, it's it's not a girthy one. No. It's so, probably about the same size as me. It might be. It's definitely the same length. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, but just looking at, like, the girth, it looks yeah. very similar to me because I'm not very girthy. So, sorry, ladies, for any of you that like big fatties. I'm not your guy. I'm just trying to find a setting that's working for me, but I'm not really finding a setting that I'm liking. But you're not really like a penetration girl either i'm not so if you're a penetration girl um this is definitely going to be your go-to thing and i i'm not 100 percent sure i'm sure the amazon listing for it might tell you but i if it's waterproof you can suction it to your wall in, in the shower, shower. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean 
like, I feel like if you could ride it, like, on the floor, you could probably make it work for you. Possibly. Because then you could direct it to hit that A spot. Yeah. But, like, I think just general thrusting doesn't do it for you. No. Like, it has to, like, hit, hit your cervix up in that. Up in that corner. Up in the one corner. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it doesn't feel bad, but I'm not going to come. Like, that's something that you could just sit there and, like, read a book. Yeah. While it just does its thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I don't have to have hands-on, really, with it, besides right now, because I'm standing. But, yeah, I could just let it sit there, hold it with my feet, and just read a book. And just let it do its thing. And that would be comfortable, like... Yeah. Like, enjoyable. Yeah, it would be. So, like, if you just really wanted, like, a deep, relaxing evening, you know, like a glass of wine, a book, and just put that in your vagina and let it do its thing. Yeah. And then you could probably, like, just touch your clit after, like, 15, 20 minutes and just get off instantly. Most likely. That's exactly what would happen. Because it would be that long, slow buildup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wouldn't take long then, because literally, as soon as I would touch my clit, I could come. Like, how sensitive is your clit right now, like, after 10 minutes? it's sensitive. I mean, it probably would take a couple minutes, but not not too long. Okay, so, like, basically, it does the same job as, like, if you were to fuck another guy besides me. Yeah. Where they don't know how to fuck you. Right, yeah. (laughs) It would basically be the equivalent of that. Like, it feels good, but it's just not going to get you there. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, it feels good. I'm not going to say no to it. It's just not going to push me over the edge. Gotcha. Okay, so honest rating on this China unit here. Honest rating, I'm going to only really give this, like, a six. Okay. Um, now, an, uh, someone else may give it a higher rating, um, but I'm just not really, it's not really doing a whole lot for me. Okay. So, and how much is that? This one I believe is 37. Let me double check. I believe it's 37 on Amazon. I'm sorry. 36. I was pretty damn close. Okay. So, so each, each inch wise that goes up is only like a couple dollars more. So like the 7.9 is 36. The 8.6 is 38. So this one I think is 34, which is the 7.6 inch one. Okay. So if you need eight plus inches, it's going to be $37. Yeah. But if you're a girth girl, this isn't going to be your toy. No. Because like, let me. I mean, it's. Oh, it's even smaller than me. It is smaller than you. That's why I was like, I mean, it, it's as long as you, but I don't think it's, there is some heat. The heat is all the way down at the bottom. At the base. How, <laughs> how is anybody going to make it down there? There's balls in the way. Well, I guess if you're sitting on it with the suction cup, but like it, if you're riding it. It's right here. Yeah. That would be but, right where your vagina opening is. Well, like if you're no, grinding on. on it. Hang on. I don't know. Some of it came up a little bit up the shaft, but definitely most of the heat is down at the base. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So it's just not for you. Is that why you give it a six or is there something like, 
actually wrong with no for for me is why i'm giving it a six but i i feel like probably other girls would probably give it like i would say maybe a seven or eight okay so if you're a penetration girl this is your toy and you don't need like super fat cocks then it'd be all right for you yes it would work for them and it's not bad at 37 dollars no, and it comes on Amazon, so when it gets shipped to you, it's not going to be wrapped up looking like a, a dildo in your butt. It's going to be an actual box. Yeah. So you, it'd be on the Discreet DL. Discreet shipping. Discreet shipping. Amazon is your friend. Yeah, so, okay. And um, you can find it by looking up the inch and thrusting dildo, and it will show up. Just scroll down like four or five yeah. items, and you'll find it. And it's there's probably hidden. like 20 different brands of it, but it's all the same. Yeah, they're all the same because they all come from China. Yep, just a different name brand on the box yeah <laughs> all right well and i don't even know what the name brand is it it's literally says cock apollo dildo <laughs> <laughs> there you go leave it to the chinese to come up with fantastic names yep all right well uh i think that was a, a good show um sorry that you didn't get to hear tink orgasm sorry guys this toy just didn't do it nope um but hey we we do take donations. We do. <laughs> so if you would like to provide us with a toy, uh, you can get in touch with us and we would be glad to review it. I am happy to. <laughs> um, Those are my most exciting things. Yeah. So hopefully somebody can hook us up with something that's actually going to get you off. That would be awesome. Please that would and be thank awesome. you. <laughs> and uh, like I said, pre-show, we want to hear you guys get off. Yes. So please send in an audio clip or a video clip. Yes, it can be to our, our uh, email. email. Or it can be on the show's Facebook page, Messenger, mm-hmm. or our personal uh, Tink and Pedro uh, Messenger accounts. Yes, that's fine too. Um, and just let us know what we can call you on the air so that you know we don't say your whole name or whatever if you don't want that said right and also add in before or even after the this is for you kitchen sink yes in the audio recording yes that way we know it's actually you and not some recording yes of a porn or something because we want to hear your authentic self yes because amateur stuff is super hot yeah i think it's way better it is way better that's why, like, I would rather subscribe to somebody's OnlyFans than subscribe to a porn website. I can totally understand why you would, because, like, all the porn girls sound the same. So They all look the same, too. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> I mean, 90% of them all look the same. And their vaginas all look the same. Well, that's not fun. Because they all go and have, like... The Surgery re- stuff yeah. and make them perfect. Yeah, you know, there's no lips or anything. Vaginas and, aren't perfect. <laughs> no, like... I like a lippy girl. I was just going to say, there are beef for a reason. <laughs> yeah. like There are beef sandwiches. I mean, there's some girls that can pull off the the no lip thing and it looks good on them. Some, yeah. But when other girls like get the surgery to do it and all that, and you can tell it's like, that's not how your vagina is supposed to look. All I know is that makes me cringe because I do not want any kind of surgeries down <laughs> in that region ever, ever again in my life. Yeah. So that's going to be a hard no. And I'm just going to have to like my pussy the way it is. Right. So, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Yes. I like your pussy very much. Good. You can get in it. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next week.
And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.